welcome back to another episode of Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser, and this week, my guest is Catrice Price. She's a six-year Army veteran who endured milestones along her journey. She has experienced unexpected betrayal, loss of friends, loss of family, and homelessness. In the midst of the pandemic, Catrice decided enough was enough and took the biggest risk of her life. Hit her job, she packed up as much as she could and drove 24 hours to Los Angeles, California. She now owns a clothing brand, Steady Clothing, a loungewear clothing brand that sells positive sayings. Everybody, please welcome Catrice. Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh. So in during the pandemic, you quit your job and packed up. Where, where did you drive from? So I'm from Houston, Texas. So I drove all the way from Houston to Los Angeles. I packed up everything. At the time I was working at the post office. It was a good job, but it just wasn't enough. I wanted yeah. more. So. Well, let's rewind. Let's talk about like right before you joined the army and what was your situation and what made you decide to join the army? So before I joined the Army, I played basketball. I was really good in high school. So I got a four-ride scholarship to Western Texas College, a uh, Snyder, Texas, actually. I played there for a year. I got hurt, came home, and I just decided to join the military. Wow. Why did you choose the Army versus any other branch? The Navy, to me, felt like it wasn't tough enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the Marines, it was too tough. So I just went in the middle. <laughs> And what was your experience being a female in the Army? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. So being a female in the Army is completely different than what the world thinks it is. For me, I went through a lot to the point where just because of the way I looked, people were jealous of me. It didn't matter your rank. It didn't matter <laughs> what nationality you were. If you were threatened by me, you were threatened by me, and you let it be known to me, but hid it from everybody else. So... Mm. I had to kind of stay under the radar a lot, try yeah. to stay under the radar a lot in the military. Wow. Well, well, Catrice, I looked at you up on Instagram and you're a very beautiful woman. So obviously that's probably yeah. what you're talking about. Um, and it doesn't matter what race you are. I was, when I was in high school, I wanted to join the military and I had a friend who joined, a male friend who joined the year prior to me. And he was like, Paola, you won't survive. <laughs> he was like, you won't survive. He's like, and I'm not trying to say that you're not athletic or that you wouldn't be able to handle hell week. It's just, you're pretty. And they don't treat pretty girls really nice in the military. The women hate you and the men want to rape you. Basically, that's what he said. So yes, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, uh, so afraid because I was like, never mind, I'm not going to join. But I also had a military woman on my podcast, I think it was last year, actually around Memorial Day. And she said the same thing, you know, the men took advantage and the women were very catty and hateful. And it wasn't like a, like a kumbaya, we're all females, we're all, let's empower each other. It wasn't like that at all. No, it wasn't. Well, you would think that in the beginning, they would actually teach nice. And then it's just different. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a narcissistic relationship. Everybody love love bombs you in the beginning and then it just turns real bad real fast. Yes, it's very mental. You have to have that strong mental mind to be in the military. Absolutely. So once your six years were done, you decided to work for the post office or tell us about that. So originally when I got out, I moved to Seattle and then from Seattle, I moved back home. Both jobs were in the post office. I just transferred over. The post office is okay. It's good money. It's just a lot of hours. <laughs> Work at least 10 hours a day. Oh my goodness. 
And was that something that you wanted to do after the military or what was your like childhood dream? My childhood dream was to be in a WBA. But then I got hurt and discouraged and I let that go. And then my childhood dream was actually to be a business owner, which I am now. So from the military, uh, when I got in the military, everything seemed very foreign to me. I couldn't understand why it was no structure. <laughs> it was yeah. just too much freedom. But from that, I did start a business. I started actually like three or four businesses that actually didn't do too well. So then from from those businesses not doing too well. I just took that education that I did learn from those failures to make, to create this business. Yeah. So when you were saying like, after you got out of the military, there was no structure. Can you explain that to those people who are listening and, and probably don't understand because they never been in the military themselves? Okay. So I mean, my no structure, walking into a grocery store, it's like, it's kids yelling everywhere. It's, it's, it's just, I don't know how to really explain it. It's just, in the military, you learn discipline. So when I go somewhere, I greet people. It's no greet. It's no higher days going or, you know, good morning or it's nothing like that. It's people walking directly past you. And that's frowned upon in the military. You have to greet people, especially with the rank. Yeah. You have to say, good morning, Captain. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. You have to do that. So walking into a grocery store and it's not there, it's like, uh, is this what I really risk my life for? Y'all don't even say hi to me. <laughs> hi. Right. <laughs> I risked my life for uh, chaos. <laughs> and then the pandemic happened and it's like, okay, what's really going on? And then the fighting, the violence, like, why is everybody killing each other? It was just so much going through my mind when I got out. Like, it's, it's too much happening. And I would just risk my life for this. I'd rather be overseas. Mm. I feel more safe overseas than I do here in America. And this is why I live. That's a hard statement to say, you know, that you would feel safe overseas versus in America. And, you know, there's so much that we have so many great things that we have here, yet we all take them for granted and not really pay attention to the real freedoms we have, considering that, you know, other countries don't have half of what we have, right? Right. Not at all. They, oh my God, the food over there is different. Um, they do have like McDonald's and Popeye's on like army bases, but they don't have the food menu, so they run out of food. And it tastes, uh, of course, it tastes different, but they run completely out of food and it's like, okay, they just have a biscuit and red beans and rice. So this is all I can get. It's different, mm. but over there, I know who my enemy is. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Over there, I know who my enemy is. And over here, I don't. And that was something like during the pandemic, that was just chaos. You didn't know yeah. like who to support, what not to support. It just was chaos and you didn't understand like what was the true um, motive behind anything. And I just stopped watching the news because it was causing me so much anxiety. I didn't know who to believe or what was going to happen, if there was going to be civil war or what. So I was just like, I cannot go down that rabbit hole and let myself, let my anxiety take the best of me. So I just stopped watching the news. Exactly. I had to, I haven't watched the news in a while too much. Oh man. This episode is sponsored by CoachSnap. Are you looking for an all-in-one platform to help you build your coaching business? Then you need CoachSnap. It allows you to schedule appointments, collect payments, train and support all of your clients' needs. Health, fitness, hockey, football, or even life coaches can use CoachSnap. It's the business platform that will help you be the best coach you can be.
So then tell us about the day that you were like, I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. Like what was going on that day that just finally was like your, you know, moment of like, I'm done because that takes a lot. You know, you've been working for, how long were you working for the uh, post office before you're like, this is it, I'm done. Well, that particular post office, I just started. I was working about two months there, but I had just went through a lot of loss in my life um, from friends to people that I thought wouldn't betray me, but betray me. I just went through a lot of stuff. I had a lot of family issues, a lot of deaths. And I was just like, why can't I be happy too? I'm watching it on Instagram. I want this <laughs> life too. Yeah. Why can't I have that? So I just packed up everything and I left. At the time of it, I did meet my significant other. So it was like, win-win for me. Okay, I want my business. Okay, and I also, I want this to work with him too. So it's just a win-win. Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. Just packed everything up and I came here. Oh, man. So there wasn't anything like in the back of your mind, like, oh, man, I'm making a mistake or I should stay or because a lot of people who are probably listening to this have that fear inside of them. They want to do something more with their life, but they're so afraid to quit their current job. What would you tell them? For me, it was always this feeling, even working a regular nine to five job, it was always this feeling of it's not enough. Then you're good. You feel it. If it's not enough for you, take the risk because it's never going to be enough for you. You're going to always be miserable and upset and unhappy with your job. Why not just take that risk to actually be happy? Mm, I love that. So you packed up, you drove 24 hours to Los Angeles. Why Los Angeles? We have the vendors. I visited <laughs> Los, Angeles, Los Angeles before I actually came and I loved it. I visited with a friend. And I loved it. I loved how I've never seen the fashion district in my entire life. I've never heard of it before that time I came. And it has so much stuff for so less. And I was just so amazed. Like, are you kidding me? Wait, yeah. what, this costs how much? No, no, there's got to be a game. No. <laughs> <laughs> and when I bought like 100 items for like 80 bucks, I said, okay, I can do this again now. I, I, I think I can do this again. And I was just thinking about it for about two months. And after that, I left. And then after that, you left. So tell us about your clothing brand and how did you start it? And what is the whole thing behind it? Because it's really amazing. Okay. So <laughs> steady clothing is a positive clothing line that I came up with. The word steady is actually spelled with an I and not a Y. My cousin, who is actually in prison right now, he um used to tell me that you're always, you're steady up to something. And in Texas, that's like, country talk from you're always doing something mm -hmm. what are you always doing so i just took that word and made it into something positive like steady growing i'm, I'm steady growing steady authentic i'm steady myself steady living i'm steady going through this life positively steady moving forward and steady stands for something right no it doesn't stand for anything oh because on your instagram it's strong talented educated authentic designer i love that i came up with that just for instagram Oh, well, I think you should use it more often because it really okay. does, you know, strong, talented, educated, authentic, and you're a designer. It st stands for you and like what your mission is and your purpose. And 
That's better than delivering mail, right? <laughs> yes, ma'am, it is. <laughs> and there goes that army veteran in you calling me ma'am. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So I love that you started this clothing brand. And I don't know if you know this, but I also have a positive clothing brand. And I personally did a lot of research when it came to positive sayings. And I, you know, I love that my listeners need to hear this is that when we have positive words on our body, it really does change us in a cellular level. And also it changes our mood. Because we are made up of like 70 to 80% water. And there's been studies done that, you know, if you have three vials of water and one vial, you say nothing but positive words to it and you tell it you love it. You say the words of like, you know, gratitude, joy, love, um, all these positive sayings. The water, it just, it creates this beautiful aroma. But the second one, if you cuss at it and tell it it's nothing and you hate it, the water turns moldy. And the last one, if you neglect the water, don't say either negative or positive words to it, the water turns black. It just gets really, really disgusting simply because it's being neglected. And that's the same thing that happens to us as humans because we are 70 to 80% water. And somebody who grows up in an environment where they're being constantly told that they are loved and they are appreciated, they thrive. A person that's told that they're nothing, they're worthless, they don't thrive and they actually go the opposite end. And then someone who is neglected really has a lot of damage. And there's even been studies of people in prison where they show them like the statistics of how many of them were neglected by their parents or abused. It's high up there. It's like 99.9% of these kids who just grew up with neglect and abuse and uh, verbal abuse. It stays with you. So that's why buying something with a positive brand with something like a positive word on you and you're wearing it on your body, it really can change you on your mood and your cellular level. It'll make you happy, right? Right. And it also changes the piece, people who also read it because mm -hmm. they're going to ask you, steady living. Hey, what does that mean? I'm steady moving forward. And then you can have a conversation about them, about yes. your positive journey. Exactly. Oh, I love it. So tell us a little bit more about how they can find your clothing brand and what exactly do you sell? Because I know it says loungewear. So let them know what, what is that you carry. Okay. So I carry sweatshirts, hoodies, sweatpants, sweatshirts for both female and men t-shirts. And right now that's it, but we are going to do more inventory soon. And you can find me, it's at Steady, that's S-T-E-A-D-I, clothing on all social media that that would be Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and TikTok, and Twitter. <laughs> Twitter and TikTok, yes. TikTok is very fun. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how we found each other. So that was awesome. <laughs> All right, Catrice, what would be your nugget of wisdom that you would leave the women who are listening right now about their journey and whether or not they should quit their job? <laughs> okay, quit it, quit it. If you have that feeling of this is not enough, if you've been unhappy with your job for a very long time, quit that job and start your own business. You're going to be very happy. It's tough, but 
I guarantee you'll be more happier working for yourself than working for someone else. Mm. I love that. Yeah, I was just actually talking to one of my nieces this weekend and she hates her job, absolutely hates her job. And she just was like, I, the boss treats me like crap. And I just, you know, I just hate it. And my niece is very talented. She could definitely start up her own business. And I told her, I said, why don't you just quit? And she's like, I can't, I can't quit. I need the money. I can't. I knew that was going to be it. I knew that was going to be it. See, for me, the money, it should not be an excuse because if you don't spend the money on your business, you're going to spend it on something else. If you don't invest it in yourself, you're going to invest it in someone else. So why not put it towards yourself? Exactly. And I always tell people, When you say the words, I can't, your brain just stops. It doesn't try to find solutions for a different road. It just says, oh, I can't. Okay, I'm not even going to go forward. And so you stop yourself dead in the road of your journey, of your entrepreneurial journey or whatever, or even your love life, whatever it is that you want to move forward in. The moment you say, I can't, your brain shuts down. Okay, I can't versus trying to find a solution to your problem. So if you're listening to this podcast and Catrice has inspired you to start your own clothing brand or to do what it is that your gut's been telling you to do this whole time, then find the ways to find the solution to get to where you are, where you want to go. So anything is possible. Make sure you look for Catrice on steadyclothing.com and Instagram and Facebook. And thanks again. Thank you again for listening to Journey of a Fearless Female. I'm your host, Paola Rosser. If you love this episode, make sure to share it with your friends. You can find me on the internet at fearlessfemale.com, on Facebook, The Fearless Female Movement, on Instagram, at Fearless Female Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And ladies, remember, we have the power to rise and face everything. Until next week, goodbye. Goodbye.